Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you. Luckily, I'm going to see you this week because that's even better than just doing this podcast. Yeah, it'll be nice to see you in person. Give you a big old hug. Yeah, well, COVID safe, but yes. Nah, fuck it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Worth it. Well, okay. Well, we're doing pretty well here in Queensland and in Australia, so maybe that's okay. Fingers crossed. Oh, yeah. Imagine if I've gone and done it now. I've ruined it. (sighs) Bloody hell. Still that, worth it. That actually brings us to our topic this week. So in case you don't know, every week, my good friend Dylan and I, Lonnie, um, we look at a topic, something funny, something hilarious, something to do with history or pop culture or some other journey through life, um, and then we sort of take each other through it. It's, uh, it's a good journey, and you can come along too, listener. Yeah, do it. <laughs> so this week it's my turn to take Dylan through something, and... It's kind of prompted because uh, fairly recently the NRL had their awards night. And there's nothing I like more than an awards night stuff up. <laughs> now, oh, no. Did you hear about the NRL stuff up this year, Dylan? I did not. I'm uh, not too into the football. Mm-hmm. I watched on occasion. I watched the first half of the grand final this year and thought, oh, Panthers are done. But then I heard <laughs> they came back a bit, so more oh. fool me. Yeah, well, the result was, was up in the air until the last seconds of that game. but Apparently. But not really as well. So, you know. The um, awards night, they're called the Dally M's. And they're named after Dally Messenger, who's one of the early um, founding fathers of the game. One of the first really good players. Yeah, okay. Um, and this year, the controversy, it wasn't like some of the others I'm going to take you through in terms of you know, someone reading out the wrong name, which is, it's always funny, isn't it? It's always good. That's oh, a classic, every time. This one is actually worse in some ways because the winners were revealed before the show even <laughs> started. Oh, no. <laughs> the leak. They had, well, kind of a leak. So what yeah. they do, because they're media types, they um, and the Daily Telegraph actually kind of half runs the um, the awards night. I'm not really sure why they do that or how what's involved there, to be honest. But <laughs> yeah. they sort of run it. And what they do, they, they give their um, journalists access to the winners so they can write... Um, their stories, and so the stories can go up online and be, you know, in the papers for the next day. Um, but they're embargoed, obviously. Mm. Um, I'm not sure what happened, but it seems like these were released early. So they're released before they even the show was even on that night. <laughs> so how is it released? Like, do they print it in the actual paper or online? Uh, I think online. They have yeah. like, you know, congratulations to these people and talked with the winners and whatever. And I can kind of see why they do that, so it can, you know be up and running online and in the paper for the next day. Like, ready to go. Ready yeah. to go. It's embargoed. Um, but also, it's like, why don't you just write a couple stories and then, you know, you can just tinker with it and then you can still do that pretty much because you know who's going to be close to winning most of the awards. Also, you're a journalist. Why can't you just write it that night? 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's even worse is that one journalist um, in this scenario, this guy called Buzz Rothfield, and he's quite a he's an older, established guy in the NRL media. Mm. Um, one of his stories is one of the ones that was released early, so he knew the winners, right? Yeah. That night, apparently, he was on um, the Fox News Footy Channel, and like they have a panel show every night. Um, and they asked him like what he thought was going to happen, and he was like, oh, "I don't know, he's going to win. I hope it's this guy." But he knew. He'd already written his story, Dylan. <laughs> and the guy said he hoped would win. Is that who won? No, he was um, going for someone else. So. Oh. All yeah, right. It's, it's weird. It's weird. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So all throughout the night, they all knew he was going to win. So not very, not very thrilling. And and the players this year, obviously, they all had to be. I don't, don't think they were taken out of their bubbles, but they obviously. If you knew you were going to lose, you wouldn't really want to have to go to attend this night when you've got a grand final coming up that week, you know? Like oh, of course. You'd rather <laughs> Waste just, of time. Yeah, exactly right. So this year, they uh, next year they're going to look at they're taking the awards back, the NRL, so they can control them. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, very, it's very funny when, when things like this happen. I mean, it's just... I don't know how it happened, like... Did they just accidentally press send? Like, did they go one step too far or post or whatever it is? I would imagine what they would do is um, line it up on their website to be released at, you know, at 12 o'clock tonight or whatever, whenever the, the right time is. Yeah. Um, like, delayed, but then maybe they just, instead of delaying it, it just went up straight away. Oh. <laughs> I think that's what happened, but I don't, don't really know. Um, and something we'll, we'll see in a few of these stories coming up, people are always like, oh, you... They've done it on purpose to get the controversy or, you know, make a story, but oh, I think really? most of the time it's just a stuff up. <laughs> no, I mean, why would you make yourself look like an idiot on purpose? Exactly I mean, even right. if it's controversial, exactly. it just makes you look unprofessional. Exactly right, Dylan. Um, I agree there. Um, so, one of the, the main... The story that comes to mind first for most people in terms of all that stuff up, obviously... The 2017 Oscars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember this? La La Land being announced. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when, when, in fact, Moonlight was the real winner. Oh, my God. Because I, I watched that live. I oh. felt so bad for the La La Land people. I actually saw it live. I hadn't... I'd been out that morning and I hadn't caught any of the show until I, um, my partner had left. We sort of crossed over that day. Yeah, and I watched the the last bit, and I was texting her just because she wanted to know. I was like, "Oh yeah, so La La Land won," and then I was like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> they didn't." Oh no! Yeah, it was tough, wasn't it, watching that? Yeah, it was sad for me because I wanted La La Land to win, so I was as devastated as they were when <laughs> they were like, "No, actually, no, Moonlight won." Oh, it was it was just chaos, wasn't it? Yeah. Do you remember? I mean, yeah. Uh, do you remember how it went down? Like what happened? Well, basically. <sighs> I think, from off the top of my head, basically, they... I can't remember who presented the award for it, but apparently they were given the best supporting or best lead actress mm-hmm. envelope, which was for Emma Stone, who had yes. won already in the night. Yeah. Um, I mean, apparently she just saw La La Land on it <laughs> at some point yeah. and just said it out loud. <laughs> Well, if, if you watch it again, it's, so it's Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway, who are the announcers, That's Hollywood right. royalty. That's right, yeah. Um, and so Warren opens the envelope, and he's a bit confused for a second. He's like, oh, what? Looks yeah. obviously, he's reading it, saying Emma Stone. He's like, that doesn't match. And then he sort of shows it to Faye, and then she looks down, like, thinking he's doing a joke or doing a bit or something. 
and just says La La Land, says La La Land, and everyone gets happy and and, and um, they get up on stage, and then obviously um, people worked it out straight away, like oh no, and I don't know, yeah, I probably haven't seen it for a while, but you can actually see the producers running around on stage trying to sort it out, even though La La Land people up there hugging and doing their speeches and everything. Um, so there's a uh, accounting firm called PricewaterhouseCoopers, and they're quite prestigious, and they're the ones who add up all the results every year for the Oscars. Mm. Yeah, and they're the only people who know the, the, the couple people from there from that company who um, add them all up, so it doesn't get leaked, obviously. And we can see why. In terms of NRL, you wouldn't want to leak these things early. Yeah, of course. a lot of money goes in these as well as well as prestige, and it's all a TV show as well. Let's not forget. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, Hollywood pours everything into it each year. Exactly right. In the Academy. Um, yeah. So, and I think from what I understand, they were um, what you said is right. They were given the wrong envelope on the side of the stage, and it seems like the guy who was in charge of giving the right envelopes to people was um, too busy tweeting. <laughs> he was doing and... some photos and stuff. He was apparently he was not supposed to be doing that. Oh really? No. Yeah. I don't... That's understandable. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm going to take a wild guess and say he's been fired since. Well, I couldn't find anything online about that. Well, I presumably he got in trouble. Maybe <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they were like, oh, oh Benny, oh, shouldn't have been old. tweeting, mate. Yeah. What are you doing? Try harder next time. <laughs> well, have you actually seen The Rock during all that? Do you remember this? Uh, no, no. What so, happened? Well, The Rock was there, and there's this really this great picture taken from behind, like, from on stage of the crowd who are reacting to it all, being like, what the hell's going on? Mm. And The Rock seems very confused and <laughs> upset about it all. And he turns out he thought that somebody, like one of the producers of the show, had gone rogue oh. and were trying to disrupt it. And he was ready to go up there and fight him. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Here's what The Rock said on Instagram just after. He says, You can literally see my wheels spinning on whether or not I should hit the stage and take down an Oscars producer who I thought went rogue and was trying to sabotage our final moment of the night <laughs> as La La Land is accepting for Best Picture. Seconds before this, I saw out of the corner of my eye the producer saying loudly, No, it's Moonlight. The winner is Moonlight, as he walked up on stage. He goes on to say, I give La La Land producer Jordan Horowitz much respect. And he's the guy who actually announced it and he took the envelope and showed yeah. up. Do you remember that famous yeah, picture? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, for, for stepping up to the mic and calling the Moonlight filmmakers and actors to the stage to accept their award. Thankfully, Jordan gave us the clarity we needed because as much as I love and adore Meryl, I was willing to rumble over her to take down the producer going rogue. <laughs> Legend. Yeah, I mean, he... I can understand that. The Rock's like a big... Uh big fan of the whole Hollywood yeah. dream if yeah. you know what I mean yeah, yeah. yeah he ended that with a crying laughing face so I think he was maybe joking about tumbling over Meryl Street oh, but still you I know, don't he, know he would have if he had to I think oh absolutely I mean you do what you have to do I mean she's pretty spry for an old lady to get over it <laughs> she probably got there with him let's face it <laughs> maybe yeah 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 so um, that was and it's the worst thing because it was like the big award as well if it was one of the early ones you'd be like oh, laugh it off you know but, yeah like if it was sound editing it'd be a cute little cute yeah, little gag you know that's right but like and no one wins in that yeah, situation that's right like La La Land gets it taken away from him Moonlight mm -hmm. feels like they're stepping on La La Land's 
soul yep. what they crushed down. Yep. And uh, it's just, yeah, no one won. And it really brings those films together because you can't really think of one without the other now. Yeah, I mean, they are eternally linked now yeah. for all time due to that. So. That's right. Yeah. It's funny how that happens because, like, they just happen to be two films that get released in the same year and now they was, they're seen as rivals or, you know, sort of part of each other's legacies when they just, from all accounts, the filmmakers quite like each other and they were really good that night sorting it all out because it was no one's fault. It was one guy's fault. I was going to say it's no one's fault. It's it's the guy from <laughs> PricewaterhouseCoopers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, it was an honest mistake, put it that way. It wasn't, like, on purpose. Um, yeah, it wasn't malicious or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, no, I guess. Um, there have been some other Oscars controversies, and I'll take you through some. This is the Hollywood Reporter of um, put this together at the time because it was quite, yeah. quite popular. Um, so back in 1964, Sammy Davis Jr. Um, hands out the wrong envelope. <laughs> I was like, he was handed the wrong envelope, and then he announced the award for music um, was... Give the wrong person. That's okay. Everyone was okay with that, apparently. Oh, okay. Okay. So it was like basically the same thing as what happened. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. But it wasn't a main award, I suppose, and it was before we had TV and internet to um, remember these sort of controversies. Oh, uh, yeah, fair forever. enough. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I meant to say, one of the issues they think that, um, with La La Land was that the actual envelopes themselves, or like the, the winning cards, Mm. Um, the typography on the page was a bit hard to read. Um, and I, I don't have the pictures in front of me, but they changed that year and it sort of, I'm guessing the, the name of the film was quite small and the actual name of the award, it was kind of a bit fancier. That's the sort of thing, you just want to get that right, don't you? Make it really clear, big bold letters, this is the winner. And so, <laughs> you know, if Warren Beatty's up there and is a bit confused, he'd be like, oh, sorry, I've got the wrong envelope, rather than just not being able to read it quite clearly, you know? Yeah, well, I was going to say, you got all these uh, older people mm-hmm. in Hollywood land reading off these letters and everything. I mean, you yeah. would think you would make it as clear as possible. You'd think so. Um, so, Hollywood Reporter, they've also put here um, John Travolta, mispronouncing Idina Menzel's oh, name. <laughs> my favourite, one of my favourites. And getting creepy on her as well. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I quite like John Travolta, not that I... Know much about him personally, like. Oh, um, there's some weird funny. stories, man. Well, oh. he's he's part of his um Scientology stuff, you know. Oh, rough, let's, mate. let's leave it there. Oh, come on now. Um. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
there's another one which is is quite funny. I don't obviously have any video of this, but in the 1933 Academy Awards, mm-hmm. um, they were announcing Best Director, and apparently the presenter Will Rogers stated, "Come on up and get get your award, Frank." Um, what, what's he done wrong there, Dustin? Why? <laughs> what did he say it in a mean way? No, here's the problem. There were two Franks. Oh, great! And the wrong Frank got up. Oh no! So Frank Capra stood up, thought it was for him, but it was actually the real winner was Frank Lloyd. <laughs> oh, you'd hate that, wouldn't you? Of course. You just hate that. <laughs> Full names every time. What, yeah. what are you doing? Exactly. Oh my goodness. Uh, um, and th- the same thing happened actually it's even worse this one um, Rosalind Russell uh, was so confident the Hollywood Reporter says of her chance of winning Best Actress for Morning Becomes Electra that she stood up to accept the award before the winner was even announced oh, <laughs> so, wow. so when Loretta Young was announced um, Rosalind <laughs> had to sit down <laughs> was the camera on her or anything like that? Uh, there's a clip here I haven't actually watched the clip but um I'm not sure about that. Oh, that poor woman. Um, it's her own fault, but... It's her own fault. I uh, don't know if you've seen this. Well, you might have seen this one. It's from the 2001 Golden Globes Awards. Um, Elizabeth Taylor was announcing the best um, picture winner for the Golden Globes that year. Have you mm. seen this? No, I haven't, no. Uh, 2001, she was she was um, a bit older, let's put it that way. Oh, yeah, yeah, fair and enough. Lyle and and um, Celebrated Career... Mm-hmm. I get the impression she might have been end of the night. She's had a good time, I put it that way. <laughs> and so she goes up there to announce the, the best um, picture nominees, but she goes to um, open up her envelope first, and the crowd start yelling at her, be like, oh, no, you've got to do the nominees first. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and then luckily Dick Clark came out on stage and um, just explained it to her that she had to um, announce the nominees first. And she's she's pretty good about it actually. She makes a quip about you know normally I, normally I win these things rather than announce them, so it's pretty. Funny. <laughs> nice, good on her. Um, sharp yes. as a, sharp as a knife, as that's always, right. old Lizzie. Who knows? It might have been all part of an act. Um, so that's what I've got so far for like these um, Hollywood awards nights. Mm. I've got some other stuff ups though, which are just as funny. Um, beautiful, beautiful. You've probably heard of the Australia's Next Top Model disaster of 2010. I have not. No. I have not. Um, where have you been, Dylan? Under a rock, apparently. <laughs> Bloody so. hell. Bloody hell, mate. Well, this one is pretty funny again. So, I've never actually seen the show, but I get the picture. It's like like Tyra Banks has one over in America, and it's like a you know, reality TV show competition where they're trying to be the next top model, and they get voted out each week, and then there's a big finale. Um, people voted as well. Like, there was a public called in or text in i'm not sure what they're doing in 2010 probably still texting mm, yeah i would say so yeah yeah and so it's on it's on pay tv foxtel here in australia yeah and i've watched the i watched the end of this i'd kind of seen that very important on back in the day back in 2010 but i watched the this all that play at the last five minutes of this show today i felt sick watching it it was so bad oh, so kelsey um martinovich and amanda Ware are the two um the the final two put it that way Sure. They're yep. on stage waiting for the results. You know, mm-hmm. It's a really tight race, it seems. They're neck and neck. Um, the host is Sarah Murdoch, you know, model and 
um, one of the Murdoch dynasty. She's married to Lachlan. Um, so she's a former model herself and she's a host in the show and she's getting the results like fed to her through like an earpiece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she announces Kelsey, everyone's happy, like sparks going off and Kelsey's crying and laughing and she's hugging Amanda and gives a little speech, says thank you. It's it's all, you know, it's it's all she's dreamed about. Dream she's come won. true. She's yeah, won. Yep. She's that old it. chestnut. She's getting a modeling contract and um, money and she's going to be able to go overseas and um, launch her career. Yeah. Unfortunately, Sarah then stops them all and she announces that it's actually Amanda who won. Oh my goodness. <sighs> and then it's it's genuinely horrifying to watch. Oh, absolutely. She's, she's so upset with herself for getting it wrong. But then it's, it's so awkward because then Kelsey's trying to um, console Sarah. <laughs> oh, no. It's like, oh, it's okay, Sarah. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Um, it's, it's really hard to watch. But the funniest part is when um, Amanda is like, oh, live one. And she just sort of smiles with the camera's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> And it's really funny. The whole crowd gets into it though, because um, she's laughing at herself, and it's she kind of saves it. I think. Imagine if if they'd both been really upset about it and crying themselves. You know, it's good that they were good about it. Yeah, I mean, it, it could have been worse. You know. Yeah, imagine if they, on stage. they walked off, or you know, just started arguing or something like that. So yeah, I mean, it's it's never good to watch someone's. <laughs> dreams die right before your very eyes yeah, i mean don't want it's that. awful awful don't want that um there are some people on wikipedia saying that there's only three votes in it but i'm not sure there's any hard evidence of, of that and also yeah. some people try to make out that they like let the voting go longer because they wanted one of one of the other one of the other to win more than the other one so i don't know oh, sure controversy that, maybe okay. but who knows yeah um, they did end up splitting some of the prizes, including they, they shared the cover of that November's Harper's Bazaar Australia magazine. So a bit like um, Marvel Land and uh, Moonlight, they've kind of been Linked connected. together. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is the one where they, you know, people were kind of accused the show of trying to you know, concoct a publicity stunt afterwards. I don't buy it. No, absolutely not. Why, why would you do that? That's so mean. It's, it's, first of all, it's pretty mean. I also think, like, it's a live TV show, and this happened in the last, like, few minutes of it. So I don't think it's, like, going to pull more ratings in next week because there's no next week show. <laughs> yeah, fair point. Yeah. Um, it creates, like, a story afterwards, but, like, the story is you stuffed up. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, it just makes you look unprofessional, as you said before. Mm-hmm. Also, it's live TV, so, like, it's using Occam's Razor. It's much more easy to believe that it's a stuff-up than then we're concocting this and acting up on stage, you know. And they all just seem so genuinely upset, Sarah and Murdoch especially, just just devastated. So yeah. I think it was just an error. And I think from the, from the time I remember reading something like the way it was announced to her was like backwards or something like that. It was like um, Amanda's the winner and Kelsey's the runner-up. And so she, in her mind, she just had Kelsey you know, oh. to say. I think that's what happened, but who knows, and it... You, you kind of think that having um, it on paper would be better. I don't. I think I'd probably want it written in front of me rather than oh, just absolutely. being told over my earpiece when I'm up on stage presenting live on TV. 
But um, I guess as we've seen, having it written down doesn't help either. So. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> there's no winning. Um, I looked up, there's a, been a few, like, where are they now articles. Yeah, because it's been 10 years now. Oh, no. Um, Kelsey and Amanda, they're still modeling, it seems. Yeah. Which okay. is good. Amanda seems to have done some, like, a yoga YouTube page. So, good or not. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. And Sarah seems to have retired from public life for the most part. Um, oh, all right. <laughs> but when you're married to Lachlan Murdoch, you've you've got more money than most people in the world, so you're probably going to be okay. Oh, absolutely. Why would you work when you don't have to? Well, for sure. And if you're just going to, you know, be harassed because you messed up on TV once, you're not going to... Yeah, absolutely. Know. Honest mistake, though. And it's a real tough one to watch. I felt sick. I didn't take any enjoyment from it, you know. Oh, why would you? <laughs> um, two facts, though, for you, Dylan. Okay. To be on Australia's next top model, at least in this season, you had to be mm. at least 16. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's and good at know. least 172 centimetres tall. Okay. I, I'm I'm really just taller than that, so I'm, I'm definitely 16, so maybe <laughs> next time I'll do that. Well, I was going to say, me too. I think I'm 172. Two, so I'll just scrape in there. Okay. So. Well, there's two other um, caveats. Yeah. You have to not been a model in a national campaign within the last five years. So done. Done. Okay. <laughs> also, you can't have any aged representation at the moment, and if you do, you have to like fire your agent for the for the process of to be in the show. So. Oh, rough. Bit rough, eh? So very similar to um, that controversy was Miss Universe in 2015. Was this the uh, Steve Harvey one? It was the Steve Harvey one. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so in that, that year, Ariadna uh, Gutierrez Aravello from Colombia, mm-hmm. she was announced as the first place winner, and she got the, the crown, she got the flowers, she got everything, uh, until Steve Harvey came back on stage to announce she was the first runner-up, <laughs> <laughs> not the first place winner. Good. Um, and in fact, it was the Philippines' is um, Pia Alonso Westback who won. Yeah. So, again, he was given a card and it said first runner-up. I mean, he just saw first and was like, went with it. Um, again, so I don't, yeah, if it's going to be a mistake, it's going to be a mistake, I suppose, is the answer. Not having it written down or having it in your earpiece um, doesn't really matter in that sense. But. Is, is that how they announce Miss Universe, is they go first runner-up first and they go, so that means that old love is Miss Universe? Potentially. I think in that they might have, like, a top three. So maybe it's your first round, your second runner-up, and then your winner. Ah, uh, okay. Sure, but sure. I, to be honest, I didn't watch the whole show. I just watched the end to, um, yeah, yeah. to no, watch the controversy. Uh, yeah, it's, it's tough to watch that thing happen, isn't it? Yeah, I guess, but, I mean... Uh, Steve does that for a living. <laughs> True, it's, it's his he reads job. off cards. He's on live TV all the time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What's he done? Well, I I don't know who you'd feel worse for. Would you feel worse for the host who stuffed up, or, or for the people who were affected by it? Oh, I feel worse for the people affected by it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the host is just a gig for that night. <laughs> I guess so. The, the people, this is their dreams. <laughs> yeah. True. True. Um, now this is one I found obviously there's, there's thousands of these so I've only found a few funny ones Yeah. this one I think could have been a like concocted for publicity Ooh. I don't have evidence for that it's just the show involved 
It's Big Brother mm. Australia in 2004. Okay, did, I'm already with you. Did you Probably watch the show back in the day? Oh, I think I watched like the very first Big Brother Australia. Mm. And then it? after that, no. From my memory, because we would have been pretty young back then, yeah. it was... Um, the first season was a bit fun and it was a bit like, oh, this is a cool social experiment. And then it got a bit weirder as it went along, just yeah. chasing ratings and stuff. So Exactly. Apparently in 2004, I don't have much memory of this, um, contestant um, Brie Aimer, she was evicted mm. and they checked the results. <laughs> Turns out she wasn't the first person who was supposed to be evicted and she went back into the house. So I think she had one night out. She saw her family and she was back in a few days later. So. Oh, so do you think they did that because she's like, was she one of the most popular contestants, do you know? Well, she went on to be the runner-up, so I'm guessing so. Mm. So do you think it was a situation like, oh, God, I miss my family so much. Please let me out of the house just for one night. And they're like, No. <laughs> and she's like, well, I'll quit then. And they're like, oh, fine. We'll do this then. We'll trick the world so you can see your family. <laughs> I have no evidence of that, but if any show is going to do something like that, it'd be Big Brother, wouldn't it? Absolutely. The scummiest show. <laughs> exactly right. And um, that's the sort of show as well where it's like based on ratings, you know, mm. every night or every, you know, over the whole course of the show. So that is something that I can see them getting a bit of mileage out of if it was made up but who knows maybe it wasn't so yeah uh i've got two more dylan okay and they're both pretty fun hit me with them boy 2007 eurovision now oh. it's not the eurovision proper it's the tv show they have in the uk to decide who will be their entrant in eurovision oh, okay sure yep. so it's like a pre like the heat sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Similar thing happens down here, I think, now that we're part of Eurovision for some reason. Don't really, mm. not really understanding that. <laughs> um, in 2007, the show was called Eurovision Making Your Mind Up. And again, they, they the, the people, the, the public votes. Yeah, sure. Um, it's a 25-second clip, and I've read a bit about it as well, but the clip is so funny. They've got the two contestants. There's one, there's a group, and then there's a um, solo singer. Yeah. And there were two hosts on stage, Terry Wogan and Fern Cotton. I think, um, so Terry Wogan is like an old school broadcaster. He's been in the um, industry for years and years at this point. I think he might have passed away since. And Fern okay. Cotton is, um, yeah, she's a cool presenter. They decide to count down together. So they go three, two, one. And they both say different people. Great. <laughs> so, Good job. <laughs> So the contestants, Cindy was the, the singer and Scooch was the group. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> so two, two great names as well. Yeah. And so Terry just yells out, um, Cindy, <laughs> and it's actually Scooch. Yeah. So then, and then there's a few seconds later and Fern's like, just to clarify, <laughs> um, Scooch was the winner. I'm not oh. sure how the error happened, but I think... From what I can see, they're just being fed the results again. They haven't got cards or anything, so I think they've just uh, heard them again. situation, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, it's pretty funny for that one. <laughs> and I feel sorry for Cindy in that scenario, but to be beaten by a, you know, a pop group called Scooch, is, is, it's good comfort, I would have thought. No, I don't think she thinks that, but that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
the last one, it's not so much an awards night, but we have kind of strayed into just um, reality TV, so that's, that's okay. Okay. The Bachelor 2015 in the US. Oh. So The Bachelor, I don't have his name actually, but it doesn't really matter because he's just The Bachelor. Yeah, that's all we need to know about him. That's, that's it. He's uh, mysterious. He's, he's dark and handsome. Oh, hello. He's at the rose ceremony. Mm. So you say the person's name, they get the rose, they stay. Yeah. He says Julia. However, Jillian comes forward. <laughs> <laughs> and so he says again, he's like, oh, no, Julia. And then Jillian is like, oh, sorry, goes to turn around. She gets her keels caught in the carpet and then she stumbles. Oh, no. <laughs> she doesn't quite fall, um, but she she gets her feet and then she, like, gives out this weird, awkward laugh. Really oh, loud, of course. You know, of course she would. Compensating. News.com.au said this was the six most awkward moments, um, seconds of a bachelor you ever see. And I think that's, that's pretty accurate. Um, she didn't get eliminated, though. Um, that was in week four when she got eliminated. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's something, I guess. She stayed around for a bit, um, and then she was on one, went on to be on one week of The Bachelor in Paradise. Only one week. Okay, great. Um, and she was then, and I suppose still is, as, as a news producer from Ohio. So, you know, it happens. Everyone's happy in the end? Everyone's happy in the end, it seems, for that one. So that's all I've got, and I'm sure there are more and more of these out there, but I've given you a, a good handle on some of the most controversial awards night stuff-ups of all time. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, what do you think is key for a good stuff-up, Dylan? Ah, well, can't have too many stakes on it. Yeah. As we said, with the best picture, it's too important an award. Yeah. Um, so it has to be small enough stakes that you can laugh it off mm-hmm. for that one. Um, has to be funny, like genuinely funny, <laughs> yep. not cringy or anything yes. like that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all you need, really. Those are the big two. What do you reckon? I, I agree with that. I'd, I'd say those two. I think you don't want to be feeling too bad for the people. Yeah. Because it, it's got to be a little bit funny. Exactly. Otherwise, yeah. it, it's just all of everyone involved. And yeah. I think, and as you're saying, if it's too important, the consequences are too high, it's hard to enjoy it. And that's what yeah. I, I think. That's why I didn't like the um, watching the Australia's Next Top Model one as much because it was. I just felt bad for because I knew it was coming and they couldn't see it coming, but I knew it was coming, Dylan. Oh, it's tough watching. I'll bet. Anyway, that's um, that's me done for the week. I look forward to um, doing this again with you next episode. Okay, beautiful stuff. I've got something cooking for you, mate. Well, we got something cooking. All right, yeah. sounds good. Sounds good. good boy. Um, well, thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode. Thank you. Yeah, for thanks, Mum. <laughs> and thank you, my mum. <laughs> Maybe one or two friends of mine. Oh, it's pushing it. Well, well I guess I'm speaking to one of my friends, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I miss you, man. I miss you, man. So, Dylan, when we recorded this episode, we didn't have uh, our music yet. But as you may have heard before, we have it now. Yay! (laughs) That's right. So, thank you very much, Mark Irons, for the music, for the theme song. Mark the man, as we like to call him. That's right. Thanks, Mark. Legend. Legend. 
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.